Pittsburgh, a city known for its brooding gothic horror. Between these three rivers flow rivers of blood, where they'll put french fries on your sandwich at Pramani Brothers or blood in your vodka at Elysium. This is the Stream of Blood podcast, and you're listening to Vampires of Pittsburgh, our ongoing Vampire the Masquerade Chronicle. I'm Jared Logan, the storyteller, and I'm joined by Thomas Middleditch as Miles Vanderbuck, Ross Bryant as Curtis Krieger, and Ashley Birch as Jen Brown. You can watch our game streamed every week at twitch.tv forward slash stream of blood. Drink deeply, my friends, and enjoy. Oh, hi. How's it going? My name is Jared Logan, and welcome to Stream of Blood. You are tuning into Chapter 6 of Vampires of Pittsburgh. Curtis Krieger, last time there was fighting, there was a rumble with a biker gang. Where do you think your character, the disgruntled vet, now vampire Curtis Krieger, is going tonight? Well, I think when last we left our hero, uh, he was uh, next to a car filled with two dead bodies that needed some disposing of. Right. uh, You interrogated some members of that biker gang. You and Jen Brown um, gave them the suck. Yeah, we gave them a bit of the old suck. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, you succumbed to your vampiric hunger. So uh, I can't wait to see what the fallout from all that will be. That was was some uh, evil and dastardly vampiric doings. I'm sure it'll be easy to wriggle out of that. (laughs) I mean, I'm going to make it really easy for you. This is... This is kind of like the easy listening equivalent of a role-playing adventure tonight. I'm going to make it so uh, soothing. Um, <laughs> Ashley, how are you feeling about Jen Brown tonight, We're, about the situation that she's in? What are you thinking? I think Jen has had, a, she had a burst of maybe confidence or resolve. And then anytime it comes to feeding, it really wavers. I think yeah. she she did some blood vomiting, didn't she, last game? She did after having yeah, kind of a some light blood vomiting. So yeah. I don't think she's feeling great. You know, um, man, you mm-hmm. get right into the psychology of the character. It makes me think of all kinds of things as the storyteller. Um, Miles <laughs> Vanderbuck, last time he had some pretty cool moments when he, um, yeah, he mind fucked two uh, patrolmen into leaving his friends alone, two police patrolmen, and then <laughs> escaped from a locked squad car. What do you think he's going to do tonight, or how is he feeling about all that? Uh, I think he's feeling quite empowered, emboldened. Uh, every time there's a success in his vampiric travelings, he is more convinced it's just like a cool movie, much like the best uh, vampire movie of all time, Twilight. Yep. And he, I think he's going to immediately go back and get back to the hideout and see if he can get some info, right? Because isn't that our, our whole thing? We're still trying to find this, uh, the barfly. Great. Yes, you are. And that's a perfect point for me to kind of give a very brief recap. Um, so uh, very briefly, the uh, heroes, we put those in quotation marks, were sent by the Camarilla leadership in the city, including the Prince Adelaide Ross, to track down an anarch vampire that is a kind of a rebel vampire that they had caught on camera leaving a bar. They 
got a really lucky photo where they caught one of his tattoos. It was the tattoo of like a devil's face. And that happens to be the logo of a local biker gang, the heathens. So uh, the Camarilla leadership surmised that perhaps this guy was a former member of or a current member of this heathen biker gang. Uh, and they asked you to investigate. And your mission was to find the identity of this barfly, capture him if possible. They call him the barfly because they always see him at, at bars around the city feeding where he's not welcome. Find the identity of this barfly and capture him if possible and find out what he knows about the other anarchs in the city. So um, your investigation uh, involved going to the headquarters of this biker gang, walking right in. You were trying to trick them into uh, a drug deal because they are also uh, runners of drugs here in the city of Pittsburgh. Unfortunately, they, they cottoned to your vampiric nature. They knew a little bit about vampires themselves. And they attacked. There was a big fight. During that fight, some of the people were heard to be yelling, call Stu. Uh, mentioned the name Stu. Let's go long story short, because there was it was a bloody violent battle. People were getting their skulls caved in by fists. At the end of it all, Miles was in a police cruiser uh, uh, distracting two patrolmen and the other two vamps, Curtis and Jen, had taken two hostages back to their haven, the mattress factory in the Mexican War Streets neighborhood, and they were questioning them. Um, unfortunately, uh, there was a lot of blood. Their hunger got the best of them, and uh, not to put too fine a point on it, they sucked them dry, their hostages, one of whom was kind of dead already. So maybe that means it's less of a sin against God and nature. Uh, at any rate, that's where we have left our heroes, and I need to know. What is happening now? And I guess I will start with Miles Vanderbuck, who the last we saw you, you had used your technical knowledge and your incredible vampiric strength to break out of a moving uh, patrol car and roll into the bushes. What are you doing now? I think I'm going to hoof it as quickly as I can if the coast is clear to the hideout before sundown, I think is my primary objective. Okay, great. And so I, don't, I, yeah, I don't know the geography of Pittsburgh, but <laughs> that's, yeah, no. that's the goal. It's possible. You guys haven't left a, a little area where it's probably like, you know, uh, between your haven and the place the heathens hang out on, in a car, it's no more than 20 minutes. Okay. So uh, Miles could start heave hoeing it and be there in maybe an hour and a half or something like that. Um, I will say that Is right it, now, at the, at the beginning of the game, and I should have said this before going to you, uh, Miles, uh, there are four hours till dawn after all the action of the evening. Uh, you have two bed, dead bodies in the backseat of a Chevy Lumina, and you also have a cell phone with a guy named Stu Headley's number in it, mm -hmm. who you think may be the barfly you were sent to track down and capture. So, so those items are at the hideout. I'm just like an old guy on the streets, right? Can I just order a cab? You can certainly order, can. There's no yeah. reason why you couldn't. I'll order a cab instead. Okay. Um, you order a cab. You flag down a cab. Well, let's see how long it takes you. Okay. I uh, See, people like action roles and like exciting roles, but sometimes as a storyteller, I like a can you flag down a cab roll. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not allowed a phone, so I certainly can't yeah. call one. Give me a streetwise plus I think it's going to be 
composure because you want to make sure that you look like a respectable citizen. It's composure plus streetwise. And you know I hashtag get pink as well. Of course you do, but I'll need a rouse roll for that because it's been a while since you get pinked. Yeah, how long does getting getting pinked last for? That's a great question. It lasts for a scene. Since this is kind of a new scene, he has to do it again. Okay. Uh, I actually got a total failure on my uh, hailing a cab roll. I love it. You guys are wondering what has happened to Miles <laughs> on the street. God damn. <laughs> Where he is. Miles, you know, you just haven't been hanging out in this part of the city. Sometimes it's, you know, in a city like Pittsburgh, it's not easy to find cabs. Not um, really isn't. Everybody owns a car. So Miles is just having a long uh, night's journey into day. What are Jen Brown and uh, and Curtis doing? And I want to add uh, Curtis's pit bull, his familist that he uses his animalism powers through, is with you as well. And she is hurt. She's injured. Yeah. Yeah. And other dog noises. Uh-huh. So we finished um, feeding. You finished right. feeding. <sighs> You're like covered in blood now. Your clothes are soak through with blood because you kind of frenzy fed right like you didn't right. oh yeah carefully. yeah, yeah. Nasty. um okay uh so i want to dispose of these bodies and quick right um, and um my my plan that i sort of alluded to last time was that i was going to maybe try to ditch them in the car perhaps or or at least dispose of them in a place where um i know from my previous life that uh that um, like a, a trap house or a, 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 a sh- what what in the I think in like the William S. Burroughs books you I used to read would would be called like a shooting gallery where like, <laughs> like you go and and and, uh, and shoot up. So are you going to do that with Jen or on your own? I think I offered to do it on my own. I want to go right. too. Are you sure? Yeah. All right. Now. How about, how about this? Why don't you drive in a separate car? You'd be my ride back. I'm thinking this luminous maybe had it anyway. Yeah, I'll never get the blood out of these running boards. Um, okay. Great. And we had established that Jim, <laughs> uh, yes, the, the blue lumina, uh, which is now um, thick with the metallic smell of the lifeblood of Russ Headley. And uh, his associate in the biker gang, Brenda, you've uh, Brenda is this like heavy set woman with thick makeup. She's now lying in the back with her throat sort of like ripped open. Um, uh, it's gruesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brenda is completely dry. I will say you guys, your hunger is now at one because mm-hmm. you have uh, replenished your blood pool. And yeah. I will say that, you know, just to kind of speed things up, uh, I think that Jen, you established that you had a car, right? Yes. I think I said that it was back by my old apartment. So you guys have to sort of uh, get Jen into her car. She follows you. And I need a streetwise roll from you. Um, But I only need one success on it since you've established in your background that you know these kinds of places. But what you're trying to figure out is a good one to dump a body or two at. That's right. So 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 streetwise roll. All right. I also wouldn't mind t- wouldn't mind uh, trying to grab a bite on the way home, if you know what I mean, Jared. But we can say that. Uh oh, is Miles starting to feel some hunger? What's his hunger at? Yeah, 
three. Ooh, that's pretty hungry. Yeah, um, I think that he probably needs to feed. Um, let's see if that's possible. Since he didn't catch a cab, maybe he's kind of wandering through the city. <laughs> <laughs> looking looking pitiable. Yeah, looking pitiable. Being an alley cat. Let me see. How how did Curtis's uh, Streetwise roll go? I got it's a success. I don't know what the difficulty was, but I got three successes. Oh, well, wow. I you, I only one. I think only one because your character, as you established, knows these kind of places. So, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to say uh, an hour in change passes all told while you pick up Jen's car, drive the bodies out behind this like burnt out old like you know dilapidated uh, trap house. Uh, and there's this big yard overgrown with weeds and you pull the Lumina into it and you get out and you hop in Jen's car and drive off. And, um, oh, I, before that- I do that, yeah, I would, I would like to take the, uh, cut the tags and stickers off my car. I'd like to take off my license plates. Um, and I'm considering burning it also. Jen, uh, that, okay. Uh, done. And Jen, is there anything that you'd like to uh, do? I think I heard you pipe in there. Yeah, I was just going to say that as we drive back, um, Jen is sort of tense and just sort of looks over, kind of gives us like a side glance to Curtis and says, thank you. I'm I'm not good at this. Yeah, I can tell. (laughs) It's okay. Don't take it personally. Yeah. I don't want to be good at this stuff. I don't know that I am, but I have um, experience. Yeah, well, thanks. My mom always used to say, experience is a dear school, but fools will learn and no other. So I guess that makes me a fool, huh? No more than me. Uh, meanwhile, uh, across town, Miles, uh, give me a. It's it's pretty late. Uh, if there's four hours till dawn, that means it's probably like one o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Um. So what I need from you is uh, you're gonna hunt a little bit. What 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 should you roll to hunt? Well, we know that you act pitiable once you found a victim, but how do you find one in the first place in empty uh, streets at one o'clock in the morning? Uh. I think that it's going to be once again a wits plus. Give me, I think it needs to be streetwise again. Wits plus streetwise to f- see if you can find like places where people are congregating at this time of night. You got it, dude. It is a Friday we established, so there's surely some busy spots even at one. Surely. Um, are you? Am I giving? Uh, I'm putting my hunger into that role too, right? Mm-hmm. That's right. Success. Three successes. How many? Three successes. Very good. So um, you haven't walked uh, very long when you um, you think you're getting like closer to your haven, but you've kind of wandered into this sort of South Shore area where there's like a lot of like dive bars and stuff. And it being 1 a.m., people are walking out in a parking lots like, you know, kind of wandering to their cars and the hunger, the beast inside you just starts like not not it's not ferocious but it's like tickling at your neck and giving you butterflies in your stomach and there's a kind of an excitement uh, in your mind over all of these bags of blood walking to their car and stumbling around um but i would like you to make an intelligence plus etiquette role as you're thinking about these things okay well there's i see that and i don't okay 
success by three. <laughs> three successes. So you remember that it, this is not your territory. This is not your turf. Mm-hmm. Your turf. And if you feed here, you will be breaking traditions and laws of the kindred. And they they know automatically, or can I? Is it possible they to don't. get away? They don't all. They don't at all know automatically. In fact, this kind of shit probably happens all the time. It's one of those hard to enforce laws, but you know, based on what you've heard Adelaide, your, you know, your sort of your uh, patron say, and other kindred in Elysium that it is really frowned upon and they do investigate when they have evidence. Huh. Is it is it too much longer <laughs> to get to our zone? I don't think it would take you too much longer. Maybe another half hour of walking. I think I'll, I'll think I'll, I'll wait. I mean, part of me wants to do it for story purposes. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I think you know what Miles wouldn't. He's new to being a vampire. He doesn't know this kind of stuff. He goes up to someone who looks like a good mark and says, "Excuse me, uh, can you help me find a cab? I don't know where my wallet is." <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, he's approached, uh, a young man, uh, who's getting in his car, a young man, you know, he's the kind of guy who, uh, stayed too long at the bar and is going home with nobody. He's got a shaggy mop of hair, a hoodie that probably has a little peanut butter on it somewhere. And he's and- driving. Well, I'm about to do him a favor and say, damn <laughs> life. I tell you, um, I think you are, um, roll your, um, Manipulation plus subterfuge. Be sure to add that extra die because you are being pitiable. Oh, I get a bonus if I'm doing the thing? Oh, yeah. You get an extra die. So it's subterfuge versus what? Uh, It's manipulation plus subterfuge. And in order to accost this guy, I need two successes. Oh, buddy. You're about to get a whole lot more than that. How about four Okay, so you can tell when you first approach, he's kind of like wary and like doesn't want trouble from like some like weird old homeless guy. <laughs> but once you start talking, he's like, "Oh no, that's cool, man. Hey, you know what? I'll drive you." Oh, okay, okay. And then once we get that's mighty kind of you. And then once we get in the uh, in the car, I sort of look at him. Are you are you sure you're all right to drive? Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. I had like three, four. Is like over the course of. Yeah, I'm cool. You know, back, back in. He starts in his the, Subaru. Back at, I, I sort of put my hand on the wheel. I said, back, back at when I was uh, <laughs> in the first working in the docks, we could, the, the super tank could tell. There's a little trick. You take someone's pulse, and I grab him sort of by the wrist, and you just. You count and then you out. <laughs> um, do I have to put him to sleep or anything? What's how do you how do you nosh a boy? <laughs> well, the thing that happens. How do you suck is, a little boy's essence? Yeah, the thing is, if he doesn't pull his hand away, and because you got that f- big four success subterfuge roll, I don't think he's going to. Um, I'm gonna let that ride all the way to you get that fang in his wrist. What they call, and by the way, it's the most gothic game of all time. The kiss is when you bite into 
you guys have been calling it the suck, but uh, the game <laughs> calls it the kiss. So when you um when you um start to feed, there's an tremendous amount of pleasure uh, from that. So this guy suddenly is like. That's it. That's it. Now, you can uh, drain enough to get your hunger down and without killing him. And it'll go down one point. Or you can just keep drinking until he's dead. And that will get your hunger down like all the way. Well, I so think I'll, I ask you. I'll take you one, one, one point off. One point off the hunger. Okay. Leave him, leave him be. And then once I've little, had my little fill, uh, you know, like <laughs> if I see like a blank or an extra pair of clothes or something on the backseat, I like drape it over him, <laughs> take, his, take his keys and hide them somewhere in the car and say, he'll be all right. You have a great, you have a great rest of your day. <laughs> He's just kind of sitting there watching after you, after you go. And he seems like really confused. And you realize that there are still other people in the parking lot and everything, but nobody even bats an eye. You get up out of the car again and you keep walking. Um, have you breached the masquerade? Would this guy be a problem or would he chalk it up to one too many beers and move on with his evening and forget about it? Who knows? But right now you say you're walking away. Yep. Great. Hands on uh, the pocket. Around the time. Around the, t- around the time that Jen and Curtis pull back up to the Haven, the old mattress factory, uh, that's when Miles Vanderbuck is opening the door to it. And now there are three hours left till dawn. Okay. You made it. How'd you get out? I, uh, I did the old I gotta go pee-pee trick. <laughs> oh, yeah. Naturally. Right. That old chestnut. <laughs> I've got my way out of a lot of shifts at the docks with that one. Um, there's a couple of outstanding issues. One is Stu was headed toward a bunch of cops, as far as I know. And the other is Ruby. Um, what, what, any one of these people that turns out they're the bar flyer? Turns out that Stu is the bar fly. And correct me if my if my memory is wrong here. He's the son of um the, of the guy that you just that you, that we, you just killed of the, Russ. The biker gang leader, Russ. Yeah. Yeah. So Brenda told you that Stu was in a horrible accident years ago. Mm-hmm. And then after that, um, they would see him occasionally and he would have a job for them. Yeah, cool. So he was using them to, mm-hmm. to do his anarch biz. Um so we figured out who it is. It seems to me that since his father disappeared, we may have a reason to arrange a meeting between ourselves and Stuart. Brenda called him to come to the hideout as the cops were showing up. So we don't know where he is now. He could be in their custody. If he is, that's so much the better. If, if the, if the people we're working with have people on the inside of the police department, like that detective that was snooping around our place, then they've got a way to interrogate him either way. What do you want to do about your dog? 
Anybody know a late night vet? Could I make an intelligence roll or something maybe to see if I would know that maybe if we got, because I think based on what you said before, if Ruby fed from Curtis, mm-hmm. she'd become a vampire dog. <clears throat> yes. Way, not this way. Or a, dog. Um, um, Curtis's familus, like a familiar. Um, also, she is technically a ghoul. She feeds on vampiric blood, which means that uh, this buckshot in her bottom might not be um, as fatal or as dangerous as it would be for another animal. Okay, okay. On on vampire blood. She feeds on yours. You have to feed her every once in a while to keep her, you know, as your familus. Cool. So do we know that already? Or would I have to see if I would like, could work that out based on what we've seen? I, I think that... Um, I think that you've picked it up, Curtis. You've yeah. okay. up. You know that strange things are happening with the dog since you've started feeding it your blood. So, yeah. What's its reaction to, to human blood? Does that help it heal and et cetera? Um, because there's like a certain... There's would a you certain, like to your pit bull some human blood and see? Seems to me she had quite a quantity earlier in the evening. <laughs> well, all I can tell you is that already, like... Ruby has gone from like uh, in the back seat to like now like kind of hobbling around, but okay. she's no condition to take with you if you go somewhere else in these last three hours of the night. Right. Then I can deduce from that, and since she since she uh, not to put too fine a point on it, rip the dick off, tore yeah. ding dong off, and probably, uh, yeah, tore ding dong off, and probably sucked up a bunch of blood in the interim, and uh, yeah, so that that didn't help. I so, tell you guys, the game rules say that if a dog eats a ding dong, it yeah, what does that say? All of its health levels. Oh, oh wow! Yeah, really right. The people it's who invented this game rule, but does it become it, half man? It becomes centaur it, dog. Yes, that's right. It, and what would happen if it ate a vagina, Jared? <laughs> would it get its hit yeah. points back then? The game doesn't say. Uh, of course, not very woke, is it? Mm. <laughs> I'm going to take out Brenda's phone. Yeah. And Empire the Mansquerade. <laughs> <laughs> There's an you trying to move the scene along, but you were like, I have to say the Empire. <laughs> yeah. uh, it was worth it. Am I right, y'all? <laughs> Jesus. Am I right? <laughs> am I right, y'all? <laughs> um, oh, I, yes. I apologize. Thank you. Thank you, Jen Brown, for moving us forward. Don't you bring out uh, Brenda's phone, and what do you do? I want to text. I guess I can I can uh, fly this by the guys, but um, I want to text Stu as Brenda and see what he tells us. Say that we had to bail someone called the cops. Something weird happened. Someone called the cops. Like because there were gunshots, someone called the cops. Well, the uh, first where thing you need to do is use your uh, wits plus technology to unlock it because oh, right. every time you haven't looked at it, uh, the phone has gone asleep shit okay seven and i'm not really very hungry anymore right no one hunger i have a one hunger now you want to give me a difficulty um yeah i will give you a difficulty i think uh a locked phone for you not that hard i want at least two successes though come on baby success great um uh, if you had failed i still would have allowed you to do it but it was going to take a while. Like, yeah. Yeah. Jen would have been in the corner cursing as she tries to get it done. <laughs> um, 
Yes, it's open now, and you do find a number that says Stu. You want to text the number? What do you guys think? <laughs> here's here's what I'm thinking. I don't know. I, I now I've got Churchill Jackson's card, right? Mm-hmm. That he gave me. Yeah, you do. Um, Churchill Jackson, the sheriff of Pittsburgh. He is a, a vampire enforcer who makes sure the vampires of the Camarilla obey the laws. And he's my. Sire, but he is your patron and adoptive sire. Yes, yeah. yeah, sire. And yeah. I, um, uh, so I, would we, would it be in our interest to give uh, the sheriff a progress report that we know who the barfly is before we make any uh, moves to arrange a meeting? Maybe I mean, they got a, maybe they got a place they prefer to do this kind of thing. You want to go meet him in person? I'm saying that if we meet him, it might be nice to have some other other vamps there as backup. Well, you mean Colin, the the council, <laughs> but we don't know who's who's working for him. Aren't we trying to root out a bit of a mole here, or no? Well, we've at least identified who this guy is—that he's not just associated with him; that he's the son of the former leader. We know how he used them. And we have a sense of when he turned. We could give that information to uh, to to the council before we They literally are a council. They're the Primogen Council, so you're not incorrect. Um, um, and or we could just set up a meeting and hope it goes well for us. What was our What was our initial task? To find out who he is or to stop him? They they said bring him in and find and get info or, or get it, bring him in and or get information from him about the the anarch movement in Pittsburgh. So if he's an anarch, he'll know the other anarchs. He can tell you where they haven, what their plans are. He is their best clue as the identity of the anarchs that have been moving through Pittsburgh lately. And here's what I will let you do right now. Um, uh, I think it's going to be Curtis. Give me an intelligence plus politics role. I don't have any politics, Pip. So is that just? So it'll be, just be a straight intelligence role, I guess, then. Right. Um, and I want two successes for this role. Uh-oh. <laughs> well, I never went to no fancy school or nothing. But I did get two successes. Hey! Great. So what you figure out, based on your brief and cursory observation of kindred politics, is that you think that if you took this to them now, they would help you move on to whatever the next stage of bringing this guy in is, right? But if you brought him in yourselves, you would be given more status in the community, which means more free reign. like less monitoring, they would start to trust you more. Um, Maybe Curtis in his head connects it with when you start buying drugs from somebody and at first they're afraid you're going to be a narc and after a little bit, they come to trust you. We prove to them that we're competent. So you say the move is to imitate the Brenda? Just to find out where he is. I also don't like the idea of the council having more information than we do. We just bring this guy in. We could also tell them that we have them. Not have the, the council? No, no, no. Um, I, on the on the on the off chance that 
that he sees through the ruse, saying that we have his dad and have his former associate, and that if he wants them, then he's got to meet us at a place of our choosing. Could do. I guess I'm not convinced that this guy's in the wrong yet. I don't trust the council. I don't trust them either, but I don't know that I trust these anarchs more. I guess the only way to figure out who he trusts is to talk to this uh, barfly fella. Barfly. Well, what's our play here? Do we threaten or do we deceive? Well, how good is everyone's deceiving? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Don't look at your sheet. Just try oh, something crazy. <laughs> uh, my vote is to see if we can get information out of him. Wait, hold on. Could I? Is this too Mission Impossible? Would I be able to <laughs> track him somehow with my tech? Um, it seems it seems like that might be um, possible, but it would take several nights maybe based on the equipment you have and it would take it would be a high level of difficulty on the roll okay um because just using a cell phone with a phone number to find someone is is very tough and, and now that you have the phone open i can tell you he's not one of their find my phone friends or what there's no apps like that we can't, we can't like hack him <laughs> right. um, i can't swordfish him damn yeah okay Look, I, I'm not convinced that imitating her would work. Do you think it'd be better to threaten him? Then he, then he, we run the risk of him coming with backup. Yeah. He might roll it back up either way. I don't know. We got, we got the woman, or one of us could try to, try to imitate Dad. Or, or guys, you could just tell the council and be done with it. Do you trust them, Miles? At first, I had some problems. But, uh, I don't know. They did your, give us this power for something. Your adopted sire was going to feed us to the dogs. She knew we didn't do it. She didn't say shit. Maybe it's a test. I, I don't know. I don't know is what I'm saying. Everything's a test with these things. If they want, they just want to see if we're loyal. And if we, if we give them something, they might give us something in return. Well, what's wrong with a little bit of loyalty? You know, you as a soldier would know that. I certainly as a union man for 25, 30 years. All I know is if we don't do it, then they're going to come to kill us. All right. The clock is ticking. And um, if a decision is not made soon, I may... GM Fiat, sorry, storyteller Fiat, uh, forward an hour. So, if you want to, if you want to deceive him, I mean, I can try, unless you uh, have faith in your acting skills. Hardly. I toss him the phone. <laughs> Theater of the mind. <laughs> mm, got a good heft to it. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I. You're, you're going to pretend you're someone else? You can just try texting. We don't have to call yet. Yeah. Then, yeah, let's text. What are you texting? We got Stu. Um, 
I, uh, what's the last message to Stu? Uh, the last message to Stu oh, What's is, the last uh, conversation I see? Um, you see 911-911-911 from Brenda. Uh, and then before that, uh, you just see a text from uh, like months ago that says he's sorry. And then before that, many months before, it's just like stuff that seemed to be like arrangements, like addresses and things like that. Okay. You up? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, uh, no. Um, I, I think actually, just... what isn't? Uh, yeah, where go are... ahead. Sorry, go ahead. I mean, where are where the where the fuck are you? Where the fuck are you? Send. Send. Beep beep beep. Beep, beep, beep. It's ringing. Beep, beep, beep. Beep, beep, beep. It's ringing. It says Stu. Mm-hmm. Just so you can't, you can't talk. We're not in a place to talk. Yeah, I, 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 I decline and say, I'm not in a place I can talk. Cops? Question mark. Yep. <laughs> Dots. I got to make a roll real quick. <laughs> oh, no. I, I turn to these two like, are we going to invite him? It seems like it might be a mistake to invite him here. I mean, we know the territory. This was former Anarch Hangouts, but he probably knows it's shifted. We need a place where we'll have the advantage if we, if we set up a meeting. And bam, the text has come through. Do you know a place like that? I look down at the phone. Cops would take their phone, liar. Who is this? <laughs> um i okay i say the cover's blown now we play it tough <laughs> you say i say the per- answer this the person who killed your dad and will come after you next if you don't play ball write it Christ. type it all right sure um okay I, right, I say um Liar. Uh, Ask your dad if it's a good idea to call me a liar. <laughs> I type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no text for a little while. The seconds are ticking by. And then the phone call comes through again. I answer. And just wait. Okay. Who is this? I think the, uh, I'd love to know who I'm talking to. Although I, I think I do. I, it's on speaker. Yeah, well, you got my name in Brenda's phone, right? Yeah. So what do you want? I would just like to perhaps arrange a meeting. Sure. Yeah, no, we can do that. Just um, prove to me that my father and my friend are safe. All right. Let me talk to Russ. I'm afraid Russ is indisposed. How indisposed is he? Jen starts going, shh, shh, shh. Close your mouth. Okay. <laughs> She's in the corner. 
Well, that's the thing. I not really in a position to answer a bunch of questions right now. I'm more in the position of, I tell you where to come and you show up there and then you get your dad back. Well, that's, that's tough stranger because, um, the fact that you won't put him on the line makes me think my dad is, is dead. Uh, so, uh, you know, if you can't prove to me, I look, I, I look, as this is going, I look at Miles and I'm like, <laughs> okay. Do I remember what he sounds like? Oh, is I, it in my vocal range? Wow. Um, this is uh, truly an incredible uh, acting opportunity. Could I, use, could I use presence and manipulation or something? Uh, to maybe do some grunts and some kind of like, uh, what's this guy's name? Not actual Barfly. What's his actual name? Stu. Stu, like, Stuart. Or no, or Stu. Here's what I want. Oh my God. I want you to give me, and you, you can choose charisma or manipulation, one or the other, plus. I'm afraid this will have to be performance because you are literally putting on a performance. Actually, no, I take that back. It could be subterfuge. Um, and we're going to see how many successes you get versus how smart he is. Jared, how... I also ask a question. You may. Because I just fed. I'm guessing I would have alcohol on me. Would I have any sense that one of my and blood talents is mimicry you wouldn't you just don't know you don't yeah. know uh you know the things you've done before um i mean you could try a wild hail mary like just rouse your blood and see what happens and talk into the phone but there's a chance jen brown's voice will come out you could know I what you can do for me right now jen yeah you can give me a wits plus technology role. Okay. Seven. I, <laughs> Can I, I'd like to use a point of inspiration. <laughs> uh, we're not playing 5e, my friend. <laughs> Three successes. Yeah, that's enough. Um, you can hear uh, and you can you can hear the digital relay of the Google voice uh, account he's using. So you know that he's using like a Google voice phone number to like reroute his call. So it's like hard to trace him or something like that. But it actually, how many successes did you get? Three. Yeah. For you, that's kind of stupid because it means that he, um, that he's using Google. And um, now I want you to make a, uh, intelligence plus you have contacts, don't you? In your backgrounds, yes, merit okay. tech sector. Yeah, mm -hmm. make me an intelligence plus contacts role. Three successes. Yeah. So, Jen, you realize he's using a Google Voice number. That means that his number is attached to an email address, and you happen to know someone who used to work at Google, Sabrina, your friend. Uh huh. So. That's a potential thing that you could use against him now that he has called you and, you, you know, you had him on the line. You were able to figure that out. 
Maybe Sabrina mm. knows some way to track down someone through their Google voice number or find their email. Maybe you could get into his email. Whether you want to do that right now, sure. <laughs> like whether you want to tell Curtis to hang up and go do that, that's up to you guys. Or maybe we're about to hear Miles do a little act. <laughs> I mean, it's just it wasn't a, a, wasn't just a big role. Doesn't have to talk. It, it was a success by one. You got one success. Yeah, I got these hunger die, baby. I got two left still. Okay. Unless, unless when you said subterfuge, I could use an extra bonus for pitiable. No, you can't. Yeah, I uh, got one. Not being pitiable, pitiable here. So Miles goes like, "What did you say?" <laughs> and I want to hear uh, your rust, your rust voice. Uh, uh, still, oh, uh, fucking get over here. Okay. Fucking help me. <laughs> that's okay. That's enough. <laughs> okay. Suddenly uh there's a long pause on the other end. And Stu goes. Okay. Don't hurt him. Shinley Park. One hour. The Vietnam Vet Memorial, the pavilion there. You know it? Yeah. One hour. Jen is mouthing. One hour. I'll meet you there. Come along. Click. Hey. (laughs) Do we think that that was a ruse on top of a ruse? Could be, probably. So we've got to come prepared. If we come. Oh, we come. (laughs) Ugh, I hate myself. Um... (laughs) (laughs) That was worth saying. saying. Yeah, (laughs) I think so. I think so. That was just for the 4,000 sold out attendance in the Twitch channel. That's right. I'm going to relay the information I gleaned from the Google Voice, all that stuff, to these guys. Okay. To let them know that there's another potential avenue. So we could get information off his email, maybe? Potentially. I don't know know if that helps. But we may have a guaranteed meet now if he hasn't brought. This is a guaranteed meet if we show up. Um. Okay, do do how how well do I know this location he's picked for us? I mean, it's a park. It's kind of on the east side, southeast side of town. It's a big park. Um, at night, it's a little dangerous, probably not for people like you. Um, and uh, it's probably it provides a lot of solitude. You know, it's big enough that people can kind of get lost in it. Um, you uh, you will be cutting it close to dawn, though. When you arrive, right. you'll have like an hour before dawn, but it's only about a 20-minute drive away from where you're at. Okay. If we're going to do this, we gotta we got to have a plan. Yeah. So is that, was that phone call sort of, did that end like it was going to happen tonight or another? Like it was going to happen an hour. In an hour. Oh, boy. Okay. Yeah. Um, so if we go... We got to do something. Are we going to go? And we have, we've determined that we have enough time to potentially go there. What are we going to do? Grab him and nab him and bring him back here before daylight? Is That'd it a kidnapping? Assuming he's alone. Okay. He probably won't be. No. But then ah, the person he was talking to won't be. So is it okay, worth you fake. Here's what you do. You fake tie me up. You put me in the back seat. You put a, you put a, a hood over my head and I play him. 
Then when he comes, takes a look at me, I nab him and grab him, and we bolt out of there. That's assuming he bought any of this in the first place. Which he probably didn't. <laughs> Perfect. Look, guys, I don't know about this. It's almost daylight. So what do you Wait, want? So we, we do nothing, we let him get away, we'll never get him again. All I'll say as your storyteller is that um, don't feel that you have to make a decision in order to be, uh, to help me, all right? I, I'll, you know, if, does that make sense? Yes. Okay. Seems like is the there? odds here aren't super in our favor. And out, if it's very close to morning. He selected the, the spot. Here's a question. Would I've already forgotten his name. It's Still. not Elvis. The guy that lived here. What is the guy that lived here? The guy that oh yeah, Nixon. Nixon. Why did I think it was Elvis? Jesus. Uh what uh, would he have had anything that we could potentially block out the windows in my car? So that um, at worst, if we do go, we could book it and not fry. If we're yeah. transit. In fact, he you do find a supply of like blackout curtain material in his like little apartment he'd fixed for himself in the basement. Yeah. I All can right. string it up. And uh do you remember during that fucked up trial when they stuck him with that stake and he went all limp? That's right. Seems to me that we that should come see? strapped with something like that. All right. Just in case, just in case he's one of us. I think he is, right? Yeah. Okay. Although I guess he might not be. He sounds genuinely upset about his dad, and most of these vampires are not particularly emotional. The area leadership seemed <laughs> to be sure he was a vampire. He was poaching in other people's territories and bars in their territory. Mm -hmm. Okay, so, so he's then he's concerned about daylight as well. Then he would be. Yeah, he would be concerned as well. All right. Blackout material in Jen's car sounds like one of your options right now. Okay. Blackout, blackout the car. You get in the car. Uh, I, as he approaches, I could have Ruby jump him from behind. Is she in a spot to fight right now? Unfortunately. She will be after she has something to eat. <laughs> Wait, what are you talking about? <laughs> oh, girl. <laughs> she comes shuffling up to you. My uh, K bar comes out and then just. <laughs> well, the rules as written say that. Well, I don't ghouls... know. No, no, I'm just going to tell you. They say that ghouls heal faster, but not instantly like vampires do. Oh, so, 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 you know what? This is cool. So I'm going to let it happen. <laughs> cool. Cool. Give me a rouse yeah, roll. Sick, dude. All right. A uh, rouse roll. Okay. Yeah. Can she turn into a vamp dog at any point? Or is she just a, a vampire? Yeah. No, that's a good question. A vampire is created when... <laughs> <laughs> Ruby's a pit bull. This is an inaccurate depiction. <laughs> um, oh, that's a failure. Okay, that just means that your hunger goes up by one once you feed Ruby. And I'm going to uh, GM rule, storyteller rule, that she is now 
in fighting form. Great. Um, and to answer your question, Jen Brad. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, there we go. Uh, to answer your question, Ashley, uh, y- yes, uh, but you'd have to you, you can't actually sire a animal into a vampire. And to create a vampire, you must drain them completely to the point of death and then feed them your blood. Oh. So uh, Ruby uh, is looking very um, alert and energetic. Uh, and are you guys blacking out the car? Mm-hmm. The car. Like, no, no, don't do this. Um, no, I'm just saying that's... Are we, no- are we going? Are we doing this? Yeah, I think so. It seems more fun. I think let's go. I think let's go for it. Do you want me? Do you want me to be just like up front and visible, or do you want me? Do you want to pose as a two-person team or something, or just like less than what we really are? And then I'm either posing as his dad or hiding in the bushes or something. Well, here's a question: Who's a better driver than me? You don't want to drive. Oh, I've got to remember what happened last time I drove. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how to drive. All right, then maybe Miles should stay in the car. Yeah. I got one. Um, I don't okay. like that canonically I've made an Asian woman a bad driver, but, you know, here we are. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, a lot of people don't don't put dots into drive, you know? People sure. of all races and religions don't put dots into their drives. Um, okay, so uh, who's driving? Miles? It's important. Yeah, I'll drive. Miles, Miles is driving. Um, I'm going to rule that uh, you are able to get that blackout curtain material kind of nailed in there, kind of like nice and secure, and you take off. And it's not a long drive, It's but it is across town. You have to go over the bridges, uh, and it's still full dark Good. when you arrive uh, about 20, 25 minutes later on the edge of Sheenley Park. There is about an hour and maybe a little change until dawn. Uh, Sheenley Park stretches out before you. Um, you can see that it actually backs up on like a university nearby. Um, it, it's rolling kind of hills, and it's quite large. And you know, Curtis, because you're familiar with the park, um, that there is a Vietnam War Veterans Pavilion Um down over a couple hills, so it's in the interior of the park, and you can't drive your car all the way in unless you find some kind of like access road that you know city uh, workers would use. Would you like to try to do that, or you want to go on foot into the park? I would like to do that. You want that. so we'll let's drive down this the secret let's way. See if there's something, yeah, let's see if you can find it. So in order to do that, I think I want a wits plus streetwise roll. Think streetwise would make sense. Actually, actually, yeah, go with that right. for everyone or just uh, Curtis, who's kind of everybody can do it. Everybody can do it. You're all quick question and streetwise. Yes. I know that I have. It, it depends on the type of blood I've had, right? Because I know that I can. I've unlocked the ability of super hearing. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. but I don't. I have to drink the proper blood to do that. that right, you have to. You, all you know is you have to drink a blood of a certain humor, uh, and they were sort of labeled back at Elysium, you know. Um, and uh, I don't think you knew what the last bottle or whatever supply you have on you that you grabbed. I don't think you know exactly what the flavor of it is, but I have it written down. And did it um, taste the same when I drank Russ? 
Oh, um, oh yeah, that's right. You did drink rust. No, it tasted very different. In fact, it did. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I'm just so, going to take a shot and see what happens. Okay. The stuff. Okay. Now this this tastes very familiar. A shot of the shot of. You grabbed bottles from the Elysium when you left, right? Uh huh. Yeah. So that's what you're drinking now. Am I right? Yes. Okay. So this tastes familiar. You've had this flavor of vite before or blood before. Can I hear anything? Haha. Um, I bet that you might could be able to. Um, let me see here. Here we go. Okay. So why don't you give me a wits plus resolve roll? Okay. Okay. Come on, baby, make it so good. Come on. Hey, success. Two successes. Uh, great. I'm going to say that it feels like uh, as you drink that, like, the senses are starting to come on, but they're just, they're like, sorry, you're a thin blood. So these things get really weird and wonky and technical. They're kind of like flittering on and off. I may give you another attempt at that role in a little bit. Okay. okay. Um, but in the meantime, like, your heightened senses are kind of coming on and off in weird ways uh, as you sit in the back of your own car, like sipping this bottle of cold blood that you took from Elysium, like, you know, a few hours ago. I, I, I got five successes on that. Uh, oh, and I got none. <laughs> Curtis, you uh, are able to find this like access road, like technically no one's supposed to be driving on it, but you can tell that like city workers and like little like, um, you know, golf carty type vehicles go and, and 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 I believe Jen Brown's car. What kind of car is it? Just oh my god, what kind of car would she have? Um, she probably has. Uh, Can like I a hybrid? Suggest something? Yeah, suggest something. A Nissan Leaf. Great. Yeah. <laughs> so this little Nissan oh, Leaf is able to seventy mile range. Not very much. Not very good. <laughs> Um, it's able to drive onto this little access road and this little access road, you know, there's like a little like bridge that a lot of cars couldn't clear, but the leaf just barely clears it under this little bridge. And soon you're driving up to very close to the back of the, uh, Vietnam war veterans pavilion, which, uh, if I can describe is a fairly large building, but it is not a building that you go inside and you're just inside. It kind of has open an open floor plan or whatever. Like, um, you would have like picnics and meetings and like speeches maybe in it, but it's open to the air with like kind of just a roof over everybody. So that it would catch the rain and you know that there were maybe like some plaques and stuff inside. But um, so it's a it's a fairly large sort of like uh, uh, what would I, a pavilion, a, a picnic setup. Um, and already, uh, Jen, I can tell you also as you sip your uh, blood that um, you catch images of someone in the darkness inside the pavilion, a humanoid form standing there in the pavilion. I don't see anyone else. You. Um, you need to give me that wits uh, plus uh, resolve roll again, please. Come on, come on. Two successes. Okay. Um, you um, are getting these like flashes of like uh, sensory overload. And when you get them, you are not getting any, there's no other things moving around. There's no other people. There's just this figure, but you get an intense kind of like, um, uh, 
life feeling from him. There's like there's like some heat coming off of him. There's heat uh, coming off of him. Yeah, like uh, like and, literal heat. Well, it just feels like uh, the feeling of blood or vitae a little bit. Yeah, you feel that a little bit. You might be alone. Good. Do you um, want to meet him alone? I'd rather honk and have him walk to us. Okay. okay. I set um, up in a position that I let we Ruby, want I open the door and step out next to the car, hood up with, with a Ruby concealed behind the car. I'll just okay. flash the lights. <laughs> so you flash the lights and you say, Curtis, where are you? Tell me again. Let's say I'm standing by the, the, the hatchback of the or trunk of the leaf. You're standing outside the car. Correct. Okay. Um, you flash the lights. Are you honking the horn? Uh, Not if, yet. If it doesn't get his attention, I mean, we'll see if the lights bring him hither. Jen, um, I want that wits plus resolve roll one more time. Three successes. Jen, um, you suddenly get this like overwhelming smell like of like wet dog. And, and when you get that, it's like, all it's so strong because of your heightened senses that it almost makes you like, kind of like grab your mouth and you look over at Ruby, who's in the backseat with you thinking that maybe something Ruby has done. And you see that Ruby is suddenly like perked way up and is looking toward the pavilion and is going. And now a man starts shuffling out of the pavilion toward all of you. And you can see that this man is in like an old toboggan and like rumpled and ratty clothes. And he looks like a person and, uh, you know, a vagrant. Um, can I, before, can I try can I try to say to Curtis, like something's wrong Curtis, something's wrong. Um, I think that anybody who wants to could make a intelligence plus a streetwise role on this guy. Shit. Don't have streetwise. Familiar about him. Intelligence plus streetwise. You got it, dude. <laughs> Ooh, three successes. Okay. Jen Brown, you you've spent time in this park too. How'd you do, Curtis? Success. One success. One success. I think I'm going to give it to Jen with her three successes. Jen, you recognize this guy. This guy is kind of, you know how sometimes a local homeless person kind of becomes known? This guy has a pretty distinct appearance. He's African-American, but he's albino. And people call him, I mean, it's it's not a great nickname, but it's Casper. You know, kids and like punks in the area and stuff like that call him Casper. And then if you're over in this area of the city. Sometimes you see him rooting through trash and stuff like that. And he kind of like tilts his head up and looks at you and is like, what are y'all doing out here so late at night? Can I do like a, is there like a perception-y type check that could be done to this guy? Um, I can only tell you that there's an enormous amount of smell coming off of him for you. Like you're just like, Yes, you can do a wits plus awareness roll right now, and it's gonna you're gonna be able to get an incredible amount of information from even just one success. So tell me what you're trying to figure out. I'm trying to figure out if the if there's something beyond the pale about this guy. Like I'm guessing he's not just a normal homeless guy. He's there's something else going on. I want to 
and Ruby's growling. So I kind of want to determine if he's a power boy like we are. <laughs> or something else going he's on. He's a power boy. <laughs> Especially if he's the only one here and he's yeah. he's a trap we've been led to. Jen, forgive me. I don't think that you should bother because you already said something's wrong. And at that moment, he starts uh-huh. going. And then all of a sudden he goes. That's what I said. Starts transforming his fingers elongate his teeth like start jutting out of his mouth hair starts growing in places where there was no hair before and soon an enormous like eight foot tall half beast is charging at Curtis Krieger what's everybody want to do I told you this was twilight Team Jacob. <laughs> Can I try to grab Curtis and yank him back into the car? Um, well, you're in the back seat. Miles is who we established was kind of in the front, right? Um, yeah, you can try it. Um, give me a dexterity plus athletics roll. I also um, think I'd be trying to get into the back seat. <laughs> oh, okay. Then you guys will pull your successes. I'm going to say like to get back into um, the car and get the door shut, it takes three successes so um if you both try a dexterity plus athletics you can uh you can have it happen okay well um, I'm, I'm getting ready to drive out of there to i'm slamming it into reverse and i'm about to press uh to slam on the gas and see how that goes but we'll get, really try and get Curtis Curtis got okay. uh, and this guy is going to uh, attack you and try to eat you okay so let's see. I want to see what he can do to make that happen. Okay. I'm going to see if he's doing anything special to make that happen. Yeah. Yeah. He's He's got a little special thing that he can do. Okay. Okay. So um, this guy's dice pulls are so big. Sometimes I'm just going to do something called taking half which means rather than rolling a big pile of dice every time, I'm just going to take his pool and take half of uh, those as successes. So I'm going to rule that uh, this guy leaps 50 meters at you in like a blink of an eye. It is on top of the car and about to grab Curtis. How did those dexterity plus athletics rolls go? I got three successes. Oh, thank God. I got zero. <laughs> <laughs> So Jen Brown's just like, Curtis, Curtis, Curtis. <laughs> it's just like, in and door is shut. And door doesn't need to be shut. I am already done it as soon as oh, well, I want a dexterity plus drive roll from Miles right now. You got it, dude. Dex driving. Oh, baby. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, we'll see. Verfelm, <laughs> Verfelm. Total failure, baby. Yeah. Okay. So here's what I'm going to rule happens with the total failure, okay? You uh, are just backing up because you guys kind of drove into this area and the little access tunnels behind you. So you're just like "Mm," gunning it in reverse. And now you're coming up to that tunnel. And if you're not careful, you are going to hit that tunnel because you're not driving in the right direction and you're driving in the wrong direction pretty fast. So on this round, everybody can decide what they'd like to do. I can tell you that the werewolf is loping toward you at an extremely high rate of speed and as he does so he is 
transforming further into like a more lupine form so that he can go faster. Uh, and it's horrifying to behold. I bet you're all backing up and going, ah! <laughs> go, 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 Yeah, and now, uh, what would everybody like to do? Is it fair that we brought guns? Yep. To say that we brought guns? I, you had been told always. that you had carried them on you the whole time. Yeah, mm-hmm. so you can definitely do something with your guns. You're going to need a special type of bullet. Yeah. Most likely. Ooh, I don't right. even know what to do other than hope that Miles drives better. Um, but, <laughs> um, uh, we can't. We don't want to let Ruby out because she'll get devoured. Um, yeah, so one thing I know I'm going to ask for is, so to be clear, if you had gotten successes on your role, Miles, I would have let you, like, turn around and easily, like, start, you know what I mean? Like, you would have been, yeah. like, driving, like, the way you want. But instead, you just kind of, like, backed up, and now you're going to have to roll to not hit the side of this tunnel, uh, this little bridge you're going under. Um, Jen and Curtis. I'm going to go ahead and take a shot because I'm f- terrified. Okay, great. Are you just shooting right through the windshield? Uh, I mean, I, I think that's my my first impulse. But if I got in the pa- I got in the passenger side backseat door. Yeah. We blacked out the window. How easy is it for me? Is it is it too much of a thick? Is that with a piece of cloth, or did we do it? With- it's with cloth. Um, so you could like pull down the the black cloth, or or, or roll down the window, or something like that. It's going to compromise your your you know your sun shielding is the problem. Right. But um, you could also open the door, which wouldn't do that. But that might compromise Miles' ability to drive under this tunnel. Or you right. could shoot through the windshield. And I guess we've got something to cover the windshield if and when that situation develops. Um, right? <laughs> okay, so I, uh, we would have yes. brought that. That's, you would that have. Been, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We boner. We boner. Yeah. I shoot just, through the windshield. We're just people. Okay. So, but I try to do it from the other side of the other side of uh, the door, so I don't or other side of the passenger seat, so I don't deafen uh, Miles. That's great. And Jen Brown, any thoughts on what you'd like to do? The tunnel's made of stone, I'm guessing. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Um, brick. Brick. Cement. Is there is there any? Um, let's see. Maybe I could look to see if there's an advantageous path for Miles to take when he hopefully gets control of the car. Something that would make it harder for the werewolf to chase us. Yeah, um, yeah, that makes sense. But I don't know if you can do it yet because you're still you haven't gone through the tunnel yet. Um, why don't you give me an intelligence plus street rise roll, and we'll see what that means in a minute. Um, okay, so Curtis, I want your fi- I want you to shoot first. All right. Nice questions later. So, what, firearms plus anything? Yeah, dexterity. That's ooh, messy critical. A messy critical? Okay, this That's is eight successes. But eight? I'm. A, I mean, these are my these are my skill sets. And what kind of gun were you carrying? <laughs> it was what it was. Whatever pistol we found in the haven. Okay, let's say um, it's, you know yeah, it's a handgun. It's a big ass fucking long barrel pistol that you found. I think it's a thirty-eight. Um, which actually isn't a long barrel, but I digress. You um, empty it. And you are not careful about making sure Miles doesn't get his eardrums blasted out. And Jen Brown 
you're you got your heightened senses oh, shit. on. So Jen Brown's just like ah! <laughs> <laughs> there's a trickle out of her ears, but you just like boom, 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 and unload into this thing's head. And you watch its like brains like splatter everywhere, and you watch it like kind of fall toward you. But let's see how my- Miles is doing on that drive roll. Miles dexterity plus drive. In order to back quickly through a tunnel like this, I want you to give me three successes. Well, I rolled earlier when you told me when you mentioned it, and yeah. I um I got zero successes. And if I had to get three, there was no. There's no hope. <laughs> okay, no problem. Let's look at this though. Can you spend a point of willpower to re-roll the non-hunger dice? It, it's still. If I need three successes, I'm only rolling two dice. Okay, are but and and two of them are no only two one of them. Of them I only hungry. have two dice to roll, and two of them are hunger dice. Oh, both. But can of those them are turn dice. into successes? Um. So so so. I don't know I how hope, it works. No, no, it's okay. It's okay, Thomas. I want to make sure that we're rolling correctly and you're not cheating yourself out of dice. What is your dexterity? One. And what is your drive? One. Okay. <laughs> and then what is your hunger? Two. Okay, yeah, they're both hunger dice. You can't re-roll those. Um, this is super fucked up. But what happens <laughs> is, and you got no successes? That's right? I have none. Smash the uh, the Nissan Leaf smashes into the tunnel behind you, completely missing the open part of the tunnel. Uh, it, it seems like you were like backing up at like sixty miles an hour, so it is really smashed on the rear end. Everybody needs to give me uh, no fuck it. Everybody takes. Two points of superficial damage from that. Do I take non-superficial? Um, right. So you take... Um, yeah, for you... No, no, it's superficial for you too because it's... It is. Because um, even though Thin Bloods have like more of a constitution like mortals, this is still like bashing. It's not like someone cut into you with a knife or shot a gun at you. So I'm, okay. I'm sorry for the, for the question. I took some superficial damage in the fight with the bikers at the beginning of the last session. But then I fed on Brenda mm-hmm. and and uh, and um it's gone. and Russ. I'm gonna rule that it's gone. You guys would have had time to like okay. use okay. the blood to kill yourself. So uh, I took we we all took two. Super That's right. right. Mm-hmm. I'm being real nice, but I don't think you would have taken more than that because at least you're not like so. Um, so here's what's happening now, everybody. Um, the car is sitting there smoking, and. Out in front of you, there's a corpse laying in the middle of the park, and you watch as its head starts to knit back together. And like even like a strand of brain starts to like slither back into its skull, and the arms are kind of like shaking. Um, so what would everybody like to do? Does the car work? Um, Is it totaled? Um, Miles, when Miles tries to hit the gas, it's not working. Fuck uh, sorry about your car, Jen. <laughs> it doesn't matter. We can't run this thing. What are we going to do? So, um, let fight. me know. Yeah, let me know. <laughs> fight it. Yeah, you can try that. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry to interrupt you guys. Go ahead. What are you going to do? Uh, I made it. I, su- I succeeded on my role that you asked me to make. 
but um, I don't know if that matters. How many successes did you get? Just one. Okay, I'm going to rule that you didn't. Actually, it gets canceled out by the fact that Curtis was just going, right. like the sound was blasting into your head. And there's no one else in the park. It's just us three and a limp body who's coming back together. You haven't seen anybody. Uh, Ruby is going, round, 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 round. And that back. body, that person is not, that's Casper. That's not. Nope. Um, we got set up. Stu fed us to this guy. Okay. It's okay, Jenny. It's, it's me, Casper. Um, <laughs> do we, do uh, either me or Curtis have, or Miles for that matter, have knowledge of this area? Like, could we, could we try to scramble up the tunnel and find a place to hide? Could we do anything? That you do, in fact, have knowledge of this area. So if you want to get out and give me a quick, quick wits plus streetwise, you might be able to figure out a place you could go. Is this I, crazy, I, though? Can I quickly look at either any of these guys' fingers or earrings? Find silver. To see if there's <laughs> silver in there? Yeah, I'm like, unless I think the, the way I would phrase it too would be like, I say we run, get down a manhole, or and so I think that might go a place. I unless stop you, got you silver there, right? I say, Curtis, what about this? And I hold up, you've got a silver cross. No, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like to say this as a storyteller, but yes, that is crazy. You can't do. Uh, dog is just going, run, 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 and With Curtis, you're hearing, run, 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 run. The dog's okay. going. Okay, I got I got five Jeez, I got five successes on that streetwise uh wits roll. Okay. okay, Curtis is leading you across the park. Are you guys following him? Yes. Come on, Ruby, let's go. Oh my Curtis, god, daylight. Oh god. Okay. Curtis, sorry. You come to you, the, the, you come to by the way, yes, the sky is getting lighter now. You come to like um like a park restroom, you know those nasty park restrooms they have sometimes, mm-hmm. like with a man and woman. But on the back of it, it has like kind of a park worker or janitor's kind of like access door. Um, and this is right now your best idea of a place where you could be away from the sun. Okay. Um. And and also the werewolf. Oh yeah, and the werewolf too, which is also a concern. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. I don't know if werewolves can be out in the sun either, but uh, um, any of you got any other got any better ideas? Other places no. to hide? No, no. Let's just go in here. Okay. Um, as soon as you grab onto the handle, you see that the door is locked. It's um, like one it, of those big metal doors on what the back kind of, of like a cinder block building that houses two restrooms. Padlock or key lock or what? It looks like it's a key lock. Okay. Uh, um, you can see like, down the slope, like 200 yards down the slope away from you, you see like the werewolf like getting mm-hmm. up like, and you hear oh, <laughs> damn. in the middle of Pittsburgh. Ow. <laughs> Pittsburgh. Okay. We would so, need to have like a lockpick skill or something already, I'm guessing. Larceny right? would work, yes. I've got that. No, yeah, I've got one. I and technology one repair. Oh, those are very good skills. I'm going to allow you to roll your strength plus technology on this thing, Miles. Great. Out of the way. Not, not really acknowledging that I totaled your car. 
<laughs> uh, three successes. Guess what? Uh, you have to take the gun from Curtis and use the butt of it, and you just keep bashing with your uh, extra <laughs> until the doorknob just kind of comes off, and now you guys can get inside. We get we get inside. Okay. Um, once you get inside, you are in a very small area. I'd say that this whole thing is about like five feet by eight feet. Um, it's filled with like mops, bags of like, you know, mulch and like the things that whatever the groundskeeper for the park uses. Um, you all kind of like huddled in there. And uh, is Ruby coming in with you? Because right now Ruby's standing yeah, outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you command Ruby. She jumps in with you um, and you're, you're shutting the door behind you. I want to see if there's anything to barricade it with, if there's anything on the floor. Is there like a grate or anything leading down in here? Tons of piles of crap are on the ground, like big bags, heavy bags of mulch and like wheelbarrow, wheelbarrows and things like that. Do you want to try to barricade yourselves in? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you um, you start pushing all this stuff in front of you and you're doing it uh, quickly. So I want a strength plus athletics roll from everybody. And you need um we just broke the, the more successes off. you get as a group, the better this barricade will be. Well, sorry in advance, everybody. Strength plus what? Uh athletics. Athletics. Oh, I got two successes. That's astonishing. That's great. So did I. That's great. Four successes. Woo! <sighs> Curtis has like the wheelbarrow wedged uh, like against like the door in such a way that it can't quite open without like crushing the wheelbarrow. Uh, and then on top of that, you guys all have all these bags of mulch and things in the way. And you're kind of just sitting there. Uh, and then um, that's when outside you hear tick, 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 like claws on pavement. And now through the hole where you left, where you ripped off the doorknob, you can see like the leg of an enormous wolf, like tick, like in front of the door. And then you hear. Is there, is there anything in this place we can home alone style booby trap? <laughs> well, um, why don't you give me a. This time I want a wits plus. I think technology roll again, Miles. Got it. This reminds me of uh, in the docks when we had a pulley system to uh, stop robbers from entering. Yeah, because these two robbers, they were called the wet bandits, kept trying to get in the docks. One success. Okay. So. yeah. Okay. Um, all I'm going to tell you is that you find like this after you uncover all those bags of mulch and everything, you find like this like weird old like grating into the side of the building, like it looks like a I don't know a little tunnel into like a duct or something, and it looks like it's really old, like it dates back from when this building wasn't used for like bathrooms, like it was something else. But it looks like a person could crawl up into it. Up into it. So it doesn't go down. It goes around. And it goes up. I mean, I could probably fit in there, but I don't know what to what end. Because I'm guessing it leads to a place where there's going to be sunlight soon. 
unless that isn't the case. Well, there is, it probably, it might be, it might be leading to someplace where there's going to be sunlight soon. And this thing is outside. Um, and it's, 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 it's going to do something soon. So I need to know what you guys want to do. What other tools are it's rakes and mulchers and, and, and yeah, whatever you'd find in like a groundskeeper shed, you can pretty much find in here. Um, you're not going to find a lawnmower. A Yes. Have you seen the movie Dead Alive? <laughs> I have. <laughs> it's surprisingly one of Miles' favorites. <laughs> Twilight. And this one has silver blades? <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> Are you thinking you're going to use the lawnmower as a weapon? I'm trying to think of if, if that's insane or not. All I'm going to say is it is a pushmo. But it is heavy enough and awkward enough that you might need some help. Did I okay, here's, here's what I'd like to do. I'd like mm -hmm. to position the lawnmower up against the door so the blades are sort of facing the door and like braced in there. And then I'm around the corner with like the start latch pressed just so if the if the werewolf comes in, I rip it and it starts to in order to chop its legs. Um Great. Um, I love this plan. It's going to uh, need some die rolls. Anybody else have anything else to do? Because now I can tell you that like suddenly the door goes burn, burn. Mm -hmm. um, and outside you hear like, like tendons, like creaking and snapping. It looks like, and you see like fluid, like maybe it's urine, like start to spread across the gravel, um, like through that little hole where the doorknob was like, this thing is like shifting again. So it oh, gives you a little okay. more time. What are you doing, Curtis? Um, <laughs> give me a. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Curtis, Shannon. <laughs> Shannon's turned. It's, oh no! It's it's the weird Korg. <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh. So if if Miles doesn't need my help to brace that thing, I'd love to reload the pistol and have it ready to rock. Um, I think that um, Miles doesn't need your help because he's got that vampiric potent strength. So sure, yeah, you can get your potus, your pistol locked and ready to go. And Jen, any thoughts on what you'd like to do? I'm gonna. Is there a way to check out the grate to see if if there's anything advantageous about me crawling up there? Rather, not like to flee, but just to see. All I can tell you is that it looks like when you, yeah, is that what you're gonna do? Is check out the grate? Yeah, I guess. Okay, here's what happens. Um, suddenly, this thing, the tendon stops snapping and like splattering outside. And suddenly, you just can feel like something is like pulling on the door. Like, and I don't think it's even like a pull door, it's like a push door, but like the door is like kind of bending. It is made of metal, but it's starting to bend and like the hinges trick oh. break off. And that's when Jen Brown looks up into that chute and realizes that. There is enough room for all three of you to kind of climb up in there. It would be very uncomfortable, but it looks like some kind of old-fashioned coal chute from when this building did something else, like in the 20s or something. Um, so you guys could all climb up in there, and there would be no sunlight that would penetrate it. Okay. Um, and does she want to start doing that? Or yeah, I'm gonna wanna... call. I'm gonna call to them and say, "Guys, in here!" And then and then start clambering up. Basically. Okay, so then I just want a dexterity plus athletics roll from you to do that. Yeah. Um, 
and room for the three of us, but uh, there's four of us. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, does the doggo fit? Um, yeah, so I, I think that it, the dog may or may not fit. Um, so, um, Jen, actually, what happens when you kind of climb up a little bit into it? You realize that it then does go down, like, like it goes down into the street or something like that. Like there is like some kind of like weird, um, but it's really not meant for people. How, how did, uh, I'm going to come to find out how you're rolling in a second. The first thing that happens before I find that out is the door suddenly comes off in this enormous leering canine head. Like, and it looks like scarred and like weirdly, like it just knitted together. And it's got like this, like, you know how dogs sometimes look like they have an idiot's grin on their face, like (laughs) into the room. And what happens then Curtis and miles miles, let's start with yours. I like yours. (laughs) Okay. What are you doing? Uh, I'm ripping the lawnmower. I'm, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Until the... No, no, no. I wait. I will have to wait until I time it right. I got until the werewolf steps in. Is so in order for you to time a lawnmower attack correctly, I want a. I want a dexterity plus technology roll from you. Got it. And Curtis, are you opening up on him? Yeah. Okay. Give me a dexterity plus firearms roll. Come on, Daddy. Ah, I think you're gonna like this. You could call that four successes. Total success. Um wow, that's amazing. So And you can um, call it three successes. I can and I will call it that. A modest <laughs> success. This <laughs> enormous monster moves into the room. Miles immediately like coming up as this thing goes and then Curtis like boom 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 like uh, fires into it and I believe the pistol gives you um, a plus uh, two damage Uh, so let's see Um, you said you got three successes so you're doing five damage to the werewolf I think that the the lawnmower does an additional I think altogether like Four damage. He's not dodging though. He's just going to try to hurt one of you while you're hurting him. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's not nice, but it's what he's doing. And I think he's closest to Miles. Bring it. And I have really sad news for you, Miles. I have the saddest of newses. He just scored a critical. Oh, no. And a total of like six successes. So um, you do your damage to him, which uh, what do we say? Totals five plus miles is four. So that's nine. Right. And then he does his damage to you. And I think that this is big boy damage, right? This is what we call aggravated damage. I'm afraid it means it takes a long time for even a vampire to hear it. His claw before you like, you know, before he like suffers under your, uh, assault, his claw comes down and your arm comes completely off. If it's six damage, that's all my points. Right. So that's really bad, too. Um, my, <laughs> he hits the ground with his arm missing. Um, but here's the good news the werewolf then goes, oh, 
and like 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 backs out. The werewolf is like lost a lot of damage from your guns and your lawnmower, so it is now out. You know, out in front of the back, uh, in front of the building, like again, like trying to re knit itself together. So, what would everybody like to do? Okay, I think seeing. Oh, and by the way, Tommy uh, Miles is now in torpor, which means that he is essentially uh making death saves except that you don't have to make death saves you just are an inert dead body again for <laughs> <laughs> now copy that uh well i okay what are you going to do chris i think i this, this scene of like intense violence sadly is something curtis has experienced before and this is not this is not like i'm in a fugue state it's like duty switch and <laughs> grabs grabs miles body and drags uh the miles body and the and the dangling arm towards the shaft okay um all i need is um a dexterity plus athletics roll um uh, and i want uh curtis as you're leaving i want you to make an intelligence plus I want you to make an intelligence plus either medicine or a cult roll. Okay. I, I got three successes on the strength athletics roll. Okay. Intelligence plus a cult? Mm-hmm. Or you could in alternately go with medicine. Oh, same diff. Z row. Zero successes. Okay. Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, one success okay as you are handing miles up to jen brown you can't help but think there's something you're forgetting here and uh it's not ruby because she kind of skitters up under you and up into the shaft as well so there's something you're forgetting oh <laughs> could it be you have his arm. You said oh. you had his arm. I said oh, I had did? his arm. Yeah, I grabbed his arm. Forgive me. Storyteller needs to pay closer attention. You you grabbed his arm. You guys are up in that shaft. Do you want to go over the lip down into like the area that kind of seems to lead below? Do I see sunlight? You do not. Okay, then I'm going to go for it, I guess. I'm um, first in the tunnel. Climb up into there. You climb down into that area and... Um, there's like a big hatch. Do you want to shut that? Yes. Clang! You're in pitch blackness. Um, looking around, you think that like this used to be where like, you know, coal would move around under the city and go to these like various little buildings. But um, you have no way of seeing where you're at unless does anybody have the you you do not have the protein power that gives you dark vision. So you guys I are do just, have a cell phone that would have a flashlight capability. And I've got like a lighter. Great. Tick. Turning it on, you realize that you are in like this like tunnel under the city. Um, it's not a big one. It's very small. And it, it you kind of have to hunch over to walk through it. And it goes for a little bit. And because this isn't used anymore, it looks like they've kind of walled off the place where it led to. So you're just kind of stuck in here. Um, but outside, you don't hear anything. 
you don't hear any more howling or anything banging on that hatch overhead. And um, I can tell you that all of a sudden, both of you feel incredibly tired. Because as we discussed, the sleep of the kindred is not normal sleep. It's not an exhaustion that you can easily, um, you know, uh, work through. Um, you can tell that the sun is starting to come up. You are safe from the sun, but you are stuck in this tiny space beneath the earth, buried alive with a supernatural creature above you that you don't know what the full extent of its powers are. Am I still awake? You are fighting off sleep. You are Can for I, now, but I, but soon I will have to start giving you rolls to stay awake. Um, do do I have the blood on me still? Like, say I had it in a purse or something. Those vials of blood that I took from Elysium. Yeah. Yes, you do. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Can I feed one of them to Miles? Um, Would that can, help bring him back? I don't know, but you can certainly feed him blood. Um, and I think that because uh, he's being fed blood. Hmm, I need to, I need to, I need to research this, but what I believe is that because he has taken aggravated damage, he won't start really coming to, just to give you a game rules perspective, till he starts healing that damage. Uh, but the blood's not going to hurt. So, um, Does you, blood not help us heal damage? Or does it? It, it absolutely does. Um, but not aggravated. But aggravated. The claws of a... A werewolf are like magical damage that oh. is easily healed in a in a moment. Okay. Well, I would um, still try, probably assuming it would help, and then maybe yeah. So I'm getting confirmation. Blood would blood will help, but not tonight. He has to slowly start healing health levels the way a mortal would, and then you can start feeding him blood, and he can start using it. But right now, he's fully out into torpor on his health count. And until he heals that first level of aggravated damage, even the blood won't start to, like, he won't be conscious enough to use the blood. So I think, I think Jen's kind of freaking out. She, like, his Miles looks dead, right? He looks dead. And yeah. I wouldn't know that he could come back from this. So I think, I would just think he's fucking, he's, he's fucking hey, dead. Hey, hey, it's, we don't know. You don't know that. Look at him. He's you fucking you, dead. You thought you were dead. I thought I was dead. We'll see. We don't know. Meanwhile, Miles, um, when they hired you on, it was too good to be true. I mean, full benefits, two weeks of vacation every year, and you and the missus finally saved up enough for your own little spot. Beautiful split-level ranch right here in a good neighborhood. No undesirable elements. And, uh, you're looking at the house right now. Your whole life's ahead of you. Mrs. turns to you and gives you a kiss on the cheek and says, we did okay, huh, Miles? You betcha, baby. We did great. And none of this matters just as long as I'm with you. Well, you're not just with me. What? What are you saying? Honey, I'm pregnant. (laughs) You really mean it? I'm going to be a dad. I don't cry much. You know that. I think crying is for women. (laughs) 
I can't believe Alexander Buck crying right now. He just made me the happiest man on the whole planet. I love you, baby. I love you too. Where's your arm? What? And you look down and you've got like a little stump. Honey? And now you see the grass going brown and you see the neighborhood starting to age in front of your eyes. No fate but what we make. <laughs> and all of the now like some graffiti sprayed along <laughs> one of the, the cute little uh, the cute little suburban houses. And now uh, you can see a foreclosed sign kind of appear on your front door. And when you look over to your wife, uh, you see that she has lost her hair and she's become skeletal from the cancer. Uh, and um, everything starts to go dark. And I think that's where we'll end for tonight. <laughs> oh, the world of darkness. Oh, boy. Sad times. Guys, buried alive under an outhouse in a Pittsburgh park. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening. Keep up with our schedule and find out about all the cool things we have planned by following us on Twitter and Instagram at underscore stream of blood underscore. We're on Reddit at r forward slash stream of blood and join the stream of blood Facebook group. This podcast is produced by Andrew Struther, Brian Baldinger, and Clinton Trucks. I've been your storyteller, Jared Logan. And here's today's Pittsburgh fact. The University of Pittsburgh's Cathedral of Learning is the second tallest university building in the world.